0: Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35b through 36. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment.
1: Genesis 39, verses 11 to 22. But one day... When he went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was there in the house, she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, This is the way your servant treated me, his anger was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. So we are continuing into Hebrews 11, uh, into the latter half of 35 and 36. And now we're looking at the people of faith who have accepted chains of imprisonment, suffered mocking and flogging. And one of the great stories of, uh, you know, righteous imprisonment is Joseph. And Mm -hmm. so... Kinds. what are what are your thoughts on this passage of Joseph's imprisonment and how it points us towards the life of faith?
1: Yeah, well, this is just one piece of Joseph's story, which involves a lot of imprisonment and abuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. before this, he is sold into slavery by his brothers, then he's a slave. Uh, and mm-hmm. he is actually doing pretty well as a slave. He's getting mm-hmm. entrusted with a lot of responsibility. And then yeah. Potiphar, who is his master, her his wife, um, attempts to seduce him. And when he rejects that, then he is unjustly imprisoned. Uh, so he's going even further down from a slave into being a prisoner. Mm. But then we see when he's in prison uh, how, again, he is faithful uh, and he interprets the dreams of these figures and one of them is delivered from prison, but then forgets about him. And so he has to languish mm-hmm. even longer in prison. Yeah. so I think we have to read this one piece of Joseph's story within that broader span yeah, of the, the range of suffering that Joseph endures. And if we read this one piece of it, how is this related to faith? How do we see Joseph being a man of faith as he faces this scene in his life. What do you think, Will?
0: Yeah. I mean, you outlined Joseph's life really well for a while. It's kind of like watching someone fall down a staircase. It's just like (laughs) one, one terrible thing followed by another. And then there's like this glimpse of, Oh, like Joseph interpreted this dream. This guy's going to get him out. And yeah, he totally forgets about him. And, you know, just the ample opportunity Joseph had to become uh embittered and jaded and mm. faithless and you know and if he had it it would be kind of it'd be hard to blame him i mean after all that he suffered and went through and yet such um an encouraging and, and powerful example of faithfulness and, and mm-hmm. you know ultimately joseph does get to see uh prosperity again and he's restored he's restored to power he's restored to his family and he he dies in honor and, and which is you know a, a great gift from the Lord you know the author of Hebrews he's not just arbitrarily throwing out Sunday school stories mm-hmm. he, he's trying to make a point which is a that all along salvation has not been about a single bloodline but through a bloodline would come a redeemer who, through whom, all nations of the world will be blessed. That was God's promise to Abraham from the very beginning, and and that promise was misunderstood, misunder, misinterpreted, and so these people like Joseph, you know, the author of Hebrews is reorienting the understanding of like these aren't just moral examples of like oh you know even if things start to suck if you just, you know, have a good attitude about it, it'll get better <laughs> and God will be happy with you. But he's illustrating the power of faith. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a uh, interesting thing to, to look at is how Joseph was preserved by his faith. There mm-hmm. there's like this preservative protective power in faith. And that is like when we view everything, um, around us as under the authority and dominion of the Lord then that is what ultimately protects us from despair from hopelessness from jadedness that you know these these great men and women could suffer death and dishonor and loss and imprisonment and flogging knowing that in God's kingdom and in God's economy the least are the greatest so what yeah. are what are your thoughts
1: Yeah. And I think what you've pointed out here is that uh, faith enables Joseph to endure throughout Mm -hmm. all the challenges he faces in his life. But I would Mm -hmm. say even this scene suggests that faith enables us to do what's right in the specific situations we face as well, Yeah, Uh, because why would he act the way that he acts here? Unless he had faith, I mean, he's put in an impossible situation here. Oh my God! It's yeah. a lose-lose. There's no way he wins uh, in, in this like, situation. And he's like
0: sixteen or something when this happens?
1: Yeah, I don't know how old he was, but I mean, yeah, I imagine he was he was young. Uh, yeah. And I mean, how is he going to get out? And it takes faith, knowing that he's probably going to be imprisoned, if not killed, uh, after this situation, for him to do what he knows is right. Uh, Yeah. And that that's a powerful thing. Uh, And when we face our whatever difficult situations in our life, you know, and we've looked at a lot of these, I mean, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego being told to bow down to Nebuchadnezzar or Daniel Mm -hmm. being told he can't pray to God. Right. When you face these types of situations, it takes a faith that God is more powerful than whatever is opposing you in that moment to make yeah. the right decision uh, yeah. and that doesn't mean, and this is one of the things that's helpful about this story. And a lot of these examples from this hall of faith is it doesn't mean that making the right decision, even doing it out of faith means you're going to avoid some of the consequences that can come with being faithful. I mean, Joseph makes the right decision, but he still is imprisoned for it. Uh, and mm-hmm. so that's where what we see in Hebrews 11, 35 and 36, right? He endured, imprisonment for his faith. Uh, He was willing to do that for his faith. And I wonder, you know, we uh, Americans are addicted to comfort. uh, And Mm -hmm. are we willing to make a decision that will lead to discomfort for us? Uh, And, and, you know, we're not risking imprisonment as some Christians around the world are uh, to live out our faith. But are we willing to take on any kind of discomfort? Uh, for our faith is a challenging question that the story of joseph and others puts before us
0: yeah amen well another really really helpful and powerful word from hebrews 11 and and, uh, the rest of scripture on the nature of faith so for will kinds this is will carlisle thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 1737 or email me directly at jason at christ covenant dot com we'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm